We're back. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV, captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day. Oh, he's back. Uh, Australia's answer to Robbie Williams. No, Robin Williams. <laughs> yeah, not Robbie Williams. Robin, well, Robin Williams, the actor. The actor. Good morning, Vienna. Oh, yeah, of course. There you go. Hey, did you... Scotty Sattler, welcome back to Sports Thank Day. Thank you very much. Uh, is there a Sports Day Vietnam? And if is there not, the, there should be. Yeah, I think we should do it. Absolutely. I don't know what the sport they'd be because... We'll, Soccer. Soccer. Yeah. There was a lot of soccer Table being played tennis. on the beaches up there yeah. with the locals. Um, there's a massive stadium that we saw at Ho Chi Minh, Saigon, and I didn't know what it was. So obviously it was soccer. They love their football. I know table tennis and badminton is huge. Yes, it mm. is too. Um, yeah, mate, look, I'm happy to do it. Not basketball because not a lot of tall Vietnamese. <laughs> no. No, again, that's not racist, but it's um, not sexist I'll tell you what, they'd be good at if it was a sport. Hide and seek. Oh, mate, you sent me photos of so those. So I went to the Coochie Tunnels where the tunnels were the Vietnamese in the Vietnam War and before the Vietnam War when they were in war. Honestly, it's frightening. Mate, oh, the I... Tiny little holes that they got down. I, I reckon I would have gotten stuck. Oh, easy. I got stuck behind an American <laughs> woman. So, listen, the Coochie Tunnels, the tunnels that the Vietnamese built during the... Before the Vietnam War. And anyway, you can go down them and they're very tight, not a lot of air. But anyway, this American lady went down, and it was quite obvious. They actually had to – it's like they had to put Vaseline on the side of her body to slide her into the hole. There's That's no, awesome. There's no way she was getting out. Why didn't I get video of that? And the, the Aussie, me, I'm the one that gets stuck behind her yeah. in the tunnel. She couldn't get out. Oh, no. So I started to panic. So what they do? So I was, I was envisaging myself having to, like, put, put her – Eat her. At her backside <laughs> on my shoulder and try and push her up. <laughs> what? But – um, I would have asked for – I don't know, a couple of buckets of vegetable oil. So, <laughs> nude up. Not you, her. It'd be like a, a scene from The Simpsons. But um, <laughs> they end up getting her. They nearly pulled her shoulders out of her sockets trying to pull her out. But um, yeah, very good. Great place. Great to be back, but I was looking forward to coming back. Yeah, you're the only one. I was talking to Wiz uh, about that you know, last night. And going, He's the only person who looks forward, looks forward to coming back to work. Mm. Uh, crazy. And I was I, listening to the show while I was over there. Why? Because I, I love. I love what we do. I love our listeners. I just need a break from you people. <laughs> uh, three burning questions coming up real soon. We're here for Kia and Nutrient Ag Solutions. I'm happy with this. I love this decision. What's that? Uh, Stacey Jones named yes. the Kiwi coach. Mm. You, you can't get much more. You probably could, but someone who's so proud to represent that jumper, and I think it needs to be a Kiwi coach in New Zealand. I reckon this is great. Wayne Bennett, of course, misses out. I've got to say, I agree with you wholeheartedly because New Zealand Rugby League is in a really good place. If they were in a real development stage where they had gotcha. to you know, probably try and raise the ranks and they're sitting maybe third or fourth in the rankings, I'd say you know you probably need someone to pull them out of the doldrums. Yeah. Like Wayne Bennett assisted Stephen Kearney years ago. Michael Maguire did. Now they're number one in the world or thereabouts number one. They beat Australia con convincingly last year. I think they're in a really good place. I yeah, it's a really good decision. I, I just think there's a great connection back to the country with Stacey there. He's the oh, it's awesome, He's mate. New Zealand's favourite former player of all time. He's assistant coach of the Warriors, which I think he'd have to give up now, wouldn't he? Or? No. No? No, he won't. Okay. And he'll surround himself with some really good coaches now. Uh, also, Nathan Kalis was in the running as well. 
been assistant for a number of years at a number of clubs. Very smart from all reports and very good assistant coach. I've got no doubt he'll probably be asked to be part of that. Ruben Wickey, like he is every sure. other year, will be part of that as well from a strength and conditioning point of view. Yeah, they'll amass a really good team. I'm glad it's gone to a Kiwi because I was concerned about New Zealand coaching, the mm. future of coaching in New Zealand, mm. maybe dwindling right. at the higher level because there's no opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, so just coach your club level, which is great. Yeah. But that's as far as I'm going to go. I think with a Kiwi as a coach now, it offers a little bit of motivation to to other Kiwi coaches. So well oh, done. Yeah, right. 100% right. Yeah. yeah, well done to Stacey Jones and a good fella as well. Before we go to the break, Siebes, uh, just shut up. Um, having, a, having a crack at South, not promoting the game because they're staying in San Diego. Well, mate, uh, other clubs are staying in LA. What's mm. the difference? What's it's the but Siebes, listen here. I don't think there's going to be thousands of people turning up to open air promotions. No, for four NRL teams. I think the NRL have done a great job of promoting it. They've they? done an f- amazing job. What What have you seen? Well, social media-wise, has been fantastic. I think what, um, in America, or is that just to Australian fans? In well, Australia? Russell Crowe has. Oh, that was brilliant. He's narrated to the ad and also yep. the rules. Yep. And he put it out on his own Twitter as well, which which goes into a lot of the you know a lot of the population around New Zealand. He's, He's got had a lot a of followers. Too. That was the big so, news. That was the big news yesterday. Was it really? Breaking news from Daddy yesterday was Russell Crowe's had a shave wow. for the first time since 2019. So I, I'm actually really excited about. It. I'm really excited for the game. I think another thing before we get to the break is that Manly have been given 24 hours to do what they like in Vegas, but then it's locked down and focused. And also they've been advised by their security security advisor, no Tinder. Yeah. They don't need Tinder. I like it. If you're a good-looking rooster and you're single, you just got to walk the streets Mm. of Vegas and and talk. The Titans in their first year went over there for their end-of-season trip. Yeah. And one of the first-grade players... Mm-hmm. A porn star fell in love with him. Was willing to give up the industry to move back to Australia and everything. That was the model, wasn't it? Well, <laughs> didn't Tara Reid also fall in love with this bloke? Said she, player. Yes, she did too. Yeah. Yes. From doing a commercial, like a commercial mobile mm. internet commercial. I know yeah. exactly who you're talking about. Mm. And did he uh, take <laughs> up the relationship with the porn star? No, no. I don't know if I. It was like... a con job. So. Ah, oh, a, a con job. I don't know if I could have a relationship with a porn star. No. I'd be very disappointed. Yeah. Uh, break time. Uh, seg two of Sports Day <laughs> coming up in a moment, kids. We're back. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day. All right, we're back. And the boss of the... Rugby League. Uh, <laughs> Peter Valandis has revealed plans to make... Make NRL a one billion juggernaut after posting record revenue today, so seven hundred and one million dollars in income, which is yep. not bad. So yeah, that's yep. that's broadcast rights, sponsors, all that sort of stuff. Broadcast right? was in the billions. Yeah, but that was over multiple years. Yeah, yep, yeah, true. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So uh, then you got two hundred and sixty million in net assets. Geez, that pub must be going all right on <laughs> Caxton Street. Uh, and then there's a fifty-eight million dollar surplus for twenty twenty-three. So, Pete, my question to you is what are you going to do with that money? Well, you know, it's a good position to be in because for many, many years, the NRL were running at a loss. They had no assets. Basically, the building they were originally in, uh, they were paying rent mm. to a landlord. Mm. They didn't own anything. Then David Smith, coming the English banker, who was our CEO, 
and at the NRL, and he came in and bought assets. Now, the property they're in now at Moore Park at the front of Allianz Stadium on, on Drive Rab there, uh, it's, they own that building. Now they own, obviously, the... Um, Caxton. Oh, not the, the Caxton. Uh, what's it called? Yeah, Gambaros. Yes. Uh, they've bought other assets as well. And this, hence, is the, the fallout of it. And so it's, it's been really astute, um, really astute financial decisions by the NRL for a, for a few years now. And this is a position. Now, I suppose the other argument is you don't want to go and spend it all at once. You want to continue building that, that really good capital behind you. Yep. Uh, but I know where you're going to go with this because while I was away, I was listening to the show and listening to some of the clips and the QRL boss, Benny Eichen, who's a very good friend of the show, was mm. which was quite strong in his stance. He unloaded. Mm. Um, and, you know, all, all he wants is $10 million for 15 Host Plus Cup teams. Yep. That's all he wants, which covers, as you know, Sats, P&G down to the tweed. Yep. They've said no. And he said, well, can I, can I get some sort of indication on what a long-term plan looks like? And then when he, well, you hear the rest of it yourself. I feel like we're under-resourced, you know, while other games are clearly realise that the battles, you know, on the ground win the hearts and minds of the mums and dads and the little boys and girls, you know. The AFL are planning and spending today to shore up their future for the next 50 years. You know, we can't seem to get around the table with our decision-makers and hatch a joint plan. It's really alarming. And, you know, in this latest round of uh, budget approvals, like, this is how scary it gets. We're having things rejected in writing on the basis that they don't align with the NRL's participation growth strategy. Now, silly old me thought, well, hang on. I haven't seen this document. Maybe they're making some sense or they've got some ideas. So you ring and request the document only to be told it doesn't exist. Oh, Jesus. It's really? Em- it's embarrassing. Uh, it is. Well, yeah, what is... See, I, I get a lot of heartache when... No one can align for the best of the game. We've got the boss of the QRL, the boss of the New South Wales Rugby League, like being open and frank about their opinions around the governing body. That mm. shouldn't be – shouldn't ha- we shouldn't be at war with the no. governing body. We should all be aligned. Now, the NRL have dropped the ball when it comes to participation and numbers in the Western Corridor of, of Brisbane. Now, yeah, we, we went through this that. before with the 17th franchise, and I know that the, the East – East Tigers want to put a team based out of the city and go out through the West. That won't work. First won't of all, work. the name is East, not yeah, West. It will not work. And and the more rugby league fields that we had in the past and in the West are disappearing. I've said this to you for a long time. They're all going oval. So the NRL have, have really backed themselves into a corner with this situation because, yeah, the Gold Coast Titans with the Ipswich Jets now, that's outstanding. But you got to have players walking the streets. That's what the Lions are doing. you got to have people in the community, and it's not happening, and, they, and they're going to lose the battle. The NRL have admitted to me in a conversation that they are losing the battle in the Western Corridor to the mm. AFL. Mm. But publicly they're saying, you know, we're doing everything right. We're doing everything right. It's going to be – we're going to have club participation out there. No, the battle is being lost. The mm. battle is being lost. And it pains me to think that that the QRL, first and foremost – can't get funding to try and align all their their Queensland Cup teams to ensure that they're great, giving great assistance to their NRL teams, yeah. which therefore bleed through the NRL. Over such a big distance between P&G and the Tweed. Mm. And, and it's one thing I will say, it's good to see New South Wales Rugby League and the QRL aligned on something. Exactly, yeah. They're, they're, going, they're going at this together, which is very now, interesting. In the past, the QRL and the New South Wales Rugby League have asked for 
um, a surplus of funds over and above what they really need. Yeah. What the NRL are doing now is, and they've, they're ticking all the boxes. They're, they're making sure that the funding that that both those bodies want is is in actual fact what they're going to use it for. But to think that they can't get what was it, fifteen million dollars? Ten mil. Ten million dollars to share over fifteen clubs. That's embarrassing for all grades. That's embarrassing. Yeah. Absolutely. I hope they get to the table, and I, and I hope an agreement is made. Uh, before we go to the break. Cowboys back rower Luciano Leilua has signed with the Dragons. Yeah, so three-year deal with the Cowboys. So we're seeing a lot of this now with NRL players in their last year. They get their manager to go to the market and see if they can get an extended deal at another club. I think the Cowboys will be paying maybe two or 250000 of this in his first year because it's only going to be a seven-month contract because he's already done the preseason with the Cowboys anyway. Good pickup for the Dragons. Of course, he was there before. Um is he going to make a big difference? Yeah, he'll make a he'll make a tidy difference. But um, I'd love to know how much he's going to get on their salary cap year two and year three. Geez, I tell you what, it frees up a bit though for the Cowboys. It does. It, it frees up a lot to keep guys like Helam Lukey. Yeah. Uh, there were rumours that Helam Lukey was going to go to the, the go to the Dolphins as right, soon as twenty twenty four. But okay, so there's seven. See, there's about seven hundred thousand. Yeah, I couldn't up. see them letting Helam Lukey go. So yeah, it's good money for the Cowboys. Um, Interesting what it comes off the salary cap for the Dragons year two and year three. So, it's, you know, the game's all about money now. It's yeah. not so much about winning premierships because he's he's going to do have some tough years at the Dragons the next couple. He of won't years. be winning. Yeah, no. any there. Hey, win weekly prizes and a major prize of an NRL Grand Final experience thanks to the brand of hot water that comes on heady, a steady, <laughs> hot and strong. Uh, Reem, of course. Visit nrltipping.sen.com.au. Uh, if you join up. Chuck in this code, S-C-Z-F-H-9-Z-Z, and you can join the Sports Day competition. Well, the, the Rat and Sats comp. <laughs> That's what it's called. Can you believe it? What am I? Eye candy? No. Oh. You're not. Uh, or search Sports Day on X, and there's a link there where you can join it. I'd love to have you on board. There's about 30 or 40 of us now. Nice. You've got to join up too. you show me how to do that. Yeah, there we go. I've got one listener t- faxing in his tips to me every week. <laughs> uh, when we come back, three burning questions. This is Sports Day. We're back. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to the show. Sat's back from holidays. Uh, Jay's here as well. For Toolkit Depot, members get trade pricing. Sign up today. Three burning questions, very quickly. Let's roll through this quickly, Sats. Mm-hmm. Number one, should Bronco youngster Kobe Black be able to line up against Manly this weekend? This is the Wynnum, uh, young halfback from yeah. Wynnum I was talking about a couple of weeks yeah, good ago. Player. The NRL has banned baby Bronco Black for playing with Brisbane this weekend for being too young. He's only 17. Have they got a right to do that in a trial? Yeah, there is, a, there is an age there is an age specific when you're allowed to play first grade. But hang on, didn't uh, who was the young guy played for the Titans? Jordan Rankin. He was seventeen. He was sixteen. He I, was in year eleven. Right. The rule came in after that. Ah. They just. I think it's seventeen and x amount of months and days, and Kobe Black comes under that. So. Um, well, then he can't play. Well, Joseph Suwali'i played at seventeen, uh, but he was. I think he was. A month or so over the limit. I still think it's too young. Once upon a time, Peter Sterling used to always say, "If you're good enough, you're old enough." Yeah. I think, I think we're in a different generation of kid now, it's emotionally, 
the emotional intelligence yeah. or the lack of. Yeah. Uh, back when Peter Sterling was playing, basically you're working a job nine to five. You're or, an apprenticeship. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. and you're you're a man before you're actually a mature yeah. age. So, and you're playing third grade, then you're playing a bit of second grade. So you're playing against adults when you're sort of seventeen or eighteen. In this day and age, I, th- I feel as though that I don't think our seventeen or eighteen-year-olds are emotionally intelligent enough. Yeah, good call. To I know they've been exposed to better training at an earlier age, but I don't think they're emotionally intelligent enough to to play hey, unless the ru- they the, are absolutely exceptional. The rule's the rule. Mm. If they've changed the rule, and that's what it is now. Can't play. Mm. It's simple. Um, let's just imagine, and it's going to happen. Like the NRL will go to Vegas next year. They have to because there's a five-year yep. contract, right? Outside of Vegas, where would you like to see the game go? Uh, nowhere. Okay. Yeah, I think, I think I would love Perth. to. I would love to see a magic round in New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, I, I think we've got to continue to to really explode into that North Island. Yeah. South Island is just all rugby union. North Island, the Warriors have made over a number of years when they first made the, the grand final and. Um, 2002 and then 2011 and they've been in finals. They've made a real dent in the in the North Island. I think if you took a magic round over there, I think it'd be great for the game. But America, yeah, a lot of the AFL, the AFL went to China. It, it looked no. weird. And then they went to England. It looked weird. It just, and it didn't really put a dent but in the But the NFL's landscape. having a fair income crack at England. In England, yeah, yeah, they are. are. But they've got the budget Jeez. to market it too, you know. Okay. Um, and this one with round one next week, who are the most valuable players heading into the season? Can I give you my top five? Mm. Cleary, number one. I think when Cleary retires, he's been one of, he'll be one of the greatest players we've ever seen. So, yeah. There's still a lot of hate for him north of the border just because he's a New South Welshman. And he's just and he's good. Yep. Yeah. Number two, I've got Ponga. Just riding off the back end of yep. last season. Or was he Dalian medal winner? Yeah. Uh, number three, Adam Fenor Blake. The best front row in the game. I'd put Payne Haas ahead of Adam Fenor Blake. Well, I've got Payne Haas in the top five. Mm-hmm. I've got him at number five. Yep. At number four, I've got Reese Walsh. Yeah. I'd put, Am I missing anyone? I'd put Payne at three, and Adam Fenor Blake would probably be in my five. Yeah. I think the front rows get forgotten a fair bit. It's, it's all about the try scorers and the yep. playmakers. Um, and yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no. I'd, Am I missing anyone out of the. I'd, no, I'd be. No, I'd be happy with that. Yeah. Cleary is outright the number one player in the game. By a mile. Yeah. Mm. The grand final proved that, didn't it? Oh. But yeah. he lost his mate, Luai. Mm. Yeah, I, know, I, know. I was even just talking about it yesterday. It was that Munster-like 10 minutes in, in Origin 1 in Adelaide. Well, there's one there. Like, But he had a poor, apart from Origin 1, he was he was below, below Munster, par. Munster was actually, he's even admitted himself the back mm. end of the season. He was playing with a lot of injuries. And he wasn't his best, and he's filthy on himself for that. But on his day, I push out probably Adam Fenua Blake, and I throw in Cameron Jeez. Munster. Yeah, that's a big call. Well, I think Payne, because Payne plays more minutes, and has probably a more a, a greater influence over a yeah, large right. period of time. Yeah, Daddy reckons Payne Ars has done nothing at Origin level ever. Well, he's it's won, a hard call. I think he's won three Origin series. Yeah, like it's Cleary. a hard call. Cleary's yeah. won three Origin yeah, series. I know. Queenslanders forget that, don't you? He hasn't. I mean, I know what he means. I mean, Payne hasn't dominated Origin like, like he does week to week footy, like Shane Webke used to. Yeah, yeah, or like Gordy used to. Yeah. 
All right, become a Toolkit Depot trade member and get trade pricing on a huge range of tools. Uh, back in a moment, to ask you about the Raiders and how they're looking this year. We'll do that next year on Sports Day. We're back. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to the show. Sats and Jace here tonight for Suncorp. Get your home storm season ready with Suncorp. Suncorp home resilience. Jeez, a lot of people are writing off the Raiders in 2024. And they're what, yeah. the fifth unofficial uh, Queensland team? Well, it used <laughs> to be. It was full of Queenslanders, wasn't it? Did they make the finals? Yeah, they did. They played Newcastle. Last yeah. year, they mm. snuck into the eight. Mm. I, I'm predicting they won't make the eight this year. It's going to be tough. Are the Raiders safe this season inside the top eight? No. No, they're not. They haven't made any notable um, signings over the offseason. They've got Zach Hosking from Panthers, who's going to be a really good mature-age player. My, my real concern is is how strong their those key playmakers are. You know, you, your possible lineup would probably be, a, I don't know, maybe an Albert Hoppawati at fullback. Um, they've got young K.O. Wicks, who's gone from Manly. Good a young player, actually. He'll Probably play 5-8 for Jamal Fogarty, Zachy Wolford, or uh, Tommy Starling in a hooker. Uh, I mean, they've got an amazing front row. Josh Papalee sort of getting to the end of his tether. This is his last year, isn't it? Yeah. 24. Joseph Tarpany is one of the best front yep. rows in the game. Hudson Young is an outstanding young player. Elliot Whitehead's getting sort of to the end of his game. Morgan Smithies, who's a, a really good Pommy player. And they've been really successful, the Raiders with the Poms over the Can years. Can I go back a step? Yeah. And you've said it straight up without saying it. They just don't have an established halves combo. No, they don't. And well, any team that doesn't have a strong halves combo, uh, no chance. You got Well, you got to have a – you can afford to have a weakness in the halves as long as you're one of the seven or six is an, an out outstanding out player. So yeah. um, I think they'll be in the bottom four. I, I think, think the strength right. for Canberra has always been the passion – and the resilience that their coach, Ricky Stewart, has been able to instill in them, make them believe. He makes you believe, Ricky. Yeah. He makes me believe as a fan. Yeah. I love how he sticks up for his players. I saw a really good story once where when the question was asked to a player, what's it like to be on the end of a like an ear bashing from Ricky after a game, after a bad loss? He says it's good. The player said it's good. It's a good ear bashing. He gives us – but he actually warns us also. He says, hey, guys, I'm going to go into the press conference now. And unfortunately, I've got to, I've got to speak badly about you guys, but I think we deserve it. I think we all agree we deserve it. Yeah, wow, it. it gives them a heads up. So the player, I've been in those press conferences. Yeah, so the player feels appreciated yep. because of that. And I've been also asked not to ask questions <laughs> by yeah. their media manager. Really? Yeah. Wow. Rick's Rick's in a not a good mood, and you just keep like if I, I want to be on a, I want to finish that week in a good position. Then yep. when I talk to Rick next week, at least he's talking to me. And you just know, no point putting – because he's just going to make an idiot out of you. He wears it in his forehead. He does. You can tell in his forehead yeah. how he's feeling. I used to rock up, put my phone down and go, Eric, and walk back and just go, nah, I'm going to put my hand up. Yep. <laughs> you could just tell. When I was at Fox Sports, they used to always say, when you go into the media conference after, the press conference, from Fox Sports, one of the major um, broadcasters, we need you to start the first question to get the ball rolling. Mm. And I was the same when it was Ricky or Wayne, just wouldn't ask. Nah, I'd just, leave it to the bloke from the Canberra yeah, Times. Yeah. And they'd ask the question and Rick just goes, what do you reckon? <laughs> and I go, definitely not asking yeah. a question. 
That was Benny looking after me, actually. All right, got to go to a break. This is Sports Day. Oh, your thoughts on the Raiders? 0457 736 736. Get your home storm season ready with Suncorp. Hey, I want to talk to you about the TARS next. We're back. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Uh, Sats and Jace here tonight. Um, I got to want to fill you in on a conversation I had yesterday with Ian Smith. In fact, it was the Wiz, Gary Freeman, and myself chatting to to Smithy. So I was just sitting back listening to a couple of Kiwis have a chat. But I asked, I asked the Wiz yesterday about uh, the Warriors, not the Tars, the Wars. Yeah. And he and you were talking about it earlier as well, Sats. You you know right now that. He believes, and he he knows his sport in New Zealand. He reckons the war uh, the, the the wars and rugby. Mm. So the NRL and rugby are fifty fifty at the moment. Yeah, I'll... in support. He said they have grown so much. Yeah, but there are massive expectations this year. There are, and it, it all stems on the back of Sean Johnson's year last year. Now you got to remember, he's he's a year older, Sean Johnson. Uh, I think they're keeping him hungry by not offering him extensive deals because he is in the early parts of his 30s now. So you got to keep guys like that hungry. you got to keep them fighting for their position and fighting for their future. And that's why he played so last so well last year. One, he's a great player. Two, he was coming off contract. And he was so happy being home. And, you know, I was fortunate enough to be at their presentation night last year and and walking around Auckland in the, in a, the day leading up to their presentation night, there was very little rugby and, and, the was, world, and the World Cup was the on. World Cup was coming up, and it was that no, was on. Was it on? No, it hadn't started oh, yet. Hadn't it right? Hadn't started yet, but it was only a few weeks out from the World Cup, and there was very little rugby on the sides of buses, um, and the and the billboards. It was all about the Wars, and it was all Sean Johnson, mm. and it was all Andrew Webster, and it's that's what I was saying earlier on. The, new, the NRL have made a really good dent in, in New Zealand. They'll never win the battle overall over the All Blacks. Well, Smithy's saying it's 50-50, and the expectation this year, if they finish top four mm. and they get a home final, holy moly. Yeah, exactly. And the expe- they should. I mean, look at the – mate, they've got a player called Capewell going mm. there. We've got Roger Tuivasa-Sheck back. And he looked great on the weekend. Looked amazing. So um, – They've got good depth. You look at their team this week. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I, they have got really good depth. I watched their, they played with a man down last week. And tr- why w- sending off the player was the right thing to do for the Warriors. Why are we allowed a team to play with 12 in, men a, trial. in a trial? Seriously. Yeah. Like, I don't think you realise until it happens. It's you know, probably a rule it's got to look at. But in yeah. saying that, um, it's, it's all got to be on the back of Sean Johnson. If Sean Johnson is up mm. to standard like he was in 2023... They may be top two. Yeah, you're right. With Roger Tuivasa. Oh, See, I've still got him in the GF against Penrith. Do you know what? They could be on the path to what the Sharks are. So good. They make the top four, but they get bundled out. There's just something missing that's, that's not allowing them to go toe-to-toe with the likes of Penrith and maybe the Roosters this year with Brisbane. their lineup, South and Brisbane. But the difference between the Sharks and the Warriors is that Roger Tuivasa-Sheck could be the missing link. Yeah, good call. Mm. Right, break time. We'll wrap up the show next. This is Sports Day. We're back. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Uh, before we go, I've got to play this little snippet of audio. Reed Marnie has caught out his teammate Fox, the Fox, who's the tightest mate 
Oh, who is possibly the tightest teammate. Have a listen. Me and him drove the van. We drove it to Coles. Get us some snacks. And uh, anyway, he's on his phone. We're driving there. As we go in to go to the pay start, to the, you go to pay, and he, he just starts walking off. He's got all his, he's got all his shit on my heart sweet. And then he just, he get it from me, bro. My, my phone's flat. My phone's flat. I can't pay. I can't pay. <laughs> but then we get back in the car and he's on his phone. He got me a bill of this. How many times yeah. did he use the word bra then? Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Any tight players come to mind very quickly? Luke Prittis. Ah. He's one of the tight. Clinton O'Brien, who's a close mate of mine, won a comp with the Knights in 2001. He's by far the tightest human being I've ever met. Luke Prittis, not far behind. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Nice. Throw a couple of mates under the bus before we go. Andrew McCulloch. Oh, Macca. Really tight. Yeah. He mm. squeaks when he walks. <laughs> Community update. Thanks to Firecoat. Uh, be alert and prepare this bushfire season. How many jobs has he got as well? Mm. Unbelievable. No, bushfire warnings at the moment, but keep an eye on qfest.queensland.gov.au. And this community update was brought to you by the new fire coat. The first paint proven to protect property in high-risk fire conditions available at Bunnings Warehouse. We're going. It's the dinner party at MAFS. Love it. Tonight. Can't wait. What about Apparently this? someone What drops... about the psychic? Oh. She's bat crazy. I, yeah... I've I've read some stuff on the socials mm. that she's been planted there to do her own little like experiment on her husband. Mm. That she's not like that. Mm. Good sort. She's attractive, Jason. Yeah, she. That's that. what I. Yeah. That's what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to double down, Satchik Greek. <laughs> See you tomorrow night. Bye, everyone. See ya. Goodbye.